Hello, everyone. We're back. We are. We are back. Uh, we thought we'd record a little quick preview, mm. pre, like pre-intro to the intro to this episode and to the next sort of six episodes mm-hmm. because um, they were recorded in December slash early January of 2021 and they don't make a lot of sense contextually in terms of our banter mm. um, now in sort of October of 20. 22 so yeah trying to say those words it's like nearly 12 months i know it's been it's been really something and we'll talk about it we will talk about it Mm -hmm. uh, when we catch up to current day episodes which is the playthings episode which will be released at some point some point at some i don't have dates uh but yeah just wanted to let you know that these were recorded quite some time ago (laughs) so if you're wondering why we're talking about squid game like it's brand new and interesting Mm -hmm. information why yeah it's uh not because we um we had a big old siesta for like 12 Mm. months and then woke up and went hello um it's not like you know 50 is it 50 dates like 50 first dates 50 first dates where it's like every day reset no Mm, no. it was one of those it's not one of those moments no No. um no the 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 longer story we'll share and play things but the very short quick story is that i had my baby Mm -hmm. quite a lot earlier than i thought i was going to have her and that just kind of threw our plans awry. Yep. And they've stayed awry for some time now. But we're back. We're back. We are. So enjoy this episode. Um and yeah. We'll see you in the in, in playthings. We'll for... see you in playthings when we can you guys catch up to us and we catch up to you. Yeah. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. And welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are doing season two, episode six, No Exit. Mmm. So I had to real cat back last week from talking about Joe, but mm. she can um, let free. Unleash. You can unleash. <laughs> but before we unleash, let's quickly talk about who wrote and directed this episode. So this was re- written by Matt Whitten and directed by our boy, Kim Manners. Mm. So definitely plays out in how it's directed. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, strong Kim Manners vibes. But this is, for me, the episode where they really go wrong with Joe's character. Because in the oh, last yeah. episode, we sort of saw her and, yeah, like she was maybe being a little younger than maybe how she yeah. was a pro- portrayed, Playing, but still you know, like... You know, an 80s of... I can't fight these feelings anymore. Little yeah, box, a little bit of a, you know, leaving some little, I would say very teenage esque style hints of I like. Let's do something about these feelings. Yeah, and it could have like gone another way, you know, because it was obviously clearly just, you know, we we sort of know a little bit more about how writers' rooms work these days. You know, I feel Mm. like I know know a lot more basically from Marvel movies because like you hear about how certain writers or directors were asked to put scenes in because they were like, you need to put this scene in to set it up for later. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that scene in the last episode is very much them being like, we need you to set a little bit of Joe business up. This mm-hmm. is this is how we see her character going. Yep. Um, this is how we want her to, to sort of play out. So I feel like it was very that where it was yeah. like, we need you to have a little bit, like just have a little bit of a Joe thing at the start Yep. so that we can build into this episode because our plan is, of course, that Joe becomes Dean's love interest, which was yep. absolutely the intention. It does not translate that way though. 
No. And this is where it really goes off the rails and we'll get into it pretty quickly about where exactly how I think yep. the, the the flip happens and she just comes across as completely too young. And I think that that is the main issue. Mm-hmm. No issue against Alona Tao, even kind of no issue with her and Jensen's chemistry because nope. they do have quite good chemistry. This This episode makes it very, it does feel very unnatural and it does yes. play out very... Not the same level as Route 666, but it does no. play out in that vein. Yeah, because Route 666, I don't think they really had a ton of chemistry. No. And they were two actors being like, we, need we to- are going to be professional professionals mm-hmm. and we are going to act Yep, like we have chemistry. We're going to come in and do the job. Yep. And it just didn't have anything It's very stale. It. And this is very, for me, the, the chemistry I got was mm-hmm. very much, Joe was the younger sibling, like yes. the younger sister, who's just a pain in my ass. Yes. And it's but mixed in with some incesty tones. And it's just I don't like it. No. Me either. I yeah. yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll get we'll get to we, it. We are going gonna, to get into it. And That's, we're gonna talk about it. We are going to talk about it. Do mm. not worry. We have both been waiting, I think, to <laughs> yes. talk to try and talk about this properly. Um and yeah, and I think as well, like in theory, Alona and Jensen probably have really good chemistry oh, together. Yeah, definitely. And in a better written character, you would have been like, Okay, mm. I see this. I see, I see this playing this. out in a very sexual way. Yeah. Not right now. I think if they had written her differently, uh, especially in Supernatural in later seasons, yes. there are some female characters that will come through. Yes. If they had that writing style applied to Joe's character back mm-hmm. in the beginning, you could have seen Joe being, you know, a very decent love interest. Yes, but definitely. I've, they've tried to play her as this, you know, Young ingenue. Yeah, very cuspy onto opening into womanhood and she's playing with the big boys. Like she's literally playing yes. with a big boy. Yes. Um that's actually. Um, you don't learn a sense of like his package. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I did not mean Goodness. like you know, <laughs> 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 while I've had myself for a while. Yeah, excuse me for um <laughs> I'm making this right. <laughs> so so early in the podcast we'll be talking about Dean's package. Yeah, um Oh god, I hope he anyway, this. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. Let's talk about the cold open. Yep. We have this woman who is complaining about her terrifying flickering lights. Um yeah. <laughs> and then she, uh, she is like I assume talking about to the manager of the building yeah, or whatever like, like the you building need to get up here or whatever. You need to get up here now because like these lights are clearly a problem, which they clearly are. Yeah, they're like um, they're like some someone it's like a little kid. It always right like yeah. it looked like a little kid playing with like the light. Yes. It's like stop playing with the lights and it's like um then she starts seeing black ooze out of her walls yeah she's like she's like she sees something on her table and i again people who know me understand that i was like don't finger it also are you okay i I think so (laughs) but like you nearly made me choke on my drink sorry i didn't don't put your finger on it like if there's a suspicious substance on on something you don't put your fingers on it no and she's just. I out mean, the- it's in your house, though, so I think like it's different if you're like out in public. But in your house, if you see something, a goo that you don't recognize, it's not like you're like. It could be anything. It's like, well, it's in your house, so it's a finite number of things. I know, but she just like really jams a finger in, in there, and I'm just mm. like, can you? She fingers it good. She does finger it good. Okay, she really gets up in that goop, and then it goops on her shoulder. So I mean, mm-hmm. that's what happens when you finger arm too much. Yes. Take note, children. Um. Oh, or don't. Anyway. Um, barreling through that. Yes. Yeah. Push forward. But um, it trips on her shoulder. And my second thought was like, we don't actually see her look up at the ceiling. So I'm like, what's it dripping off? Is it dripping out of these lights? Maybe. Und- undetermined. But it's also like, for me, I, I'm getting out of there. 
Yeah, I, I like how she Once so, things start oozing out of the yeah, walls, I'm those, getting out of there. Yeah, once things start, after you've fingered some um, suspicious goop mm. on the table, and then it falls on your shoulder, she's really chill about it. She's she like, was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. It must it must be unrelated to my nightmare flickering lights. And she walks out to a socket and it's just like goop's coming out. And she's like, I'm also going to finger this goop. And it's like, get. Firstly, once goop starts oozing out of your wall, get out of. Yeah. Have you seen any. Like, get out. Get out. Get out. Like, literally. Yeah. After, like, for me, the goop I'm on the table going, I don't know what that is. You know, catch you later. I'm packing my bags. Mm. I want to even pack my bags. I'm just going to grab my phone, fuck out out of there and change my yeah. Anastasia Bavenhausen. I'm flicking out to you. Yeah, know, I'm moving. I'm moving. At the very least, you're leaving the location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, just, she's just casually walking around like it's a Tuesday afternoon, and she's just finished work early. Yeah. She's chill up until the point where she sees an eye in the wall. Yeah, which is very scary. Oh yeah, could you? Oh, don't imagine. Kim Manners, we love you. Um, um, that absolutely terrifying, and she screams, and that's the cold open. Yeah. Um, but I think we we as supernatural people are like, get my salt. Get my phone. I'm getting out of here. And we cut to the roadhouse, the Harvell's roadhouse. Yep. Uh, and we cut to a real, uh, to quote Sam, and for you, so bitchy. Um, yes. A real bitchy line. A, a real dig at Scientology. Like, yeah. guys. Um, so Dean and Sam are talking about maybe a case. Dean's like going to Los Angeles, you know. Mm-hmm. Girl's been kidnapped by a cult. Um, yeah, but it's very uh, clear. Katie Holmes was Ka- mentioned. Yeah, yeah, you said Katie Holmes, and I was like, Ooh. Ooh. That's a- you don't care about who you mess around with in Scientology, hey? Yeah, you. <laughs> they're you- going to come for you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to be sleeping with some fishes. Because um, yeah. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, I had to pause my. Did they just pick up? Yep, they did. I, I mean, it's. I mean, it's correct. Correct for the time and correct for the correct time. more generally. Yeah, um, just. It's not wrong in the statement that they're making. No, they absolutely are not. And then all of a sudden they're because pa- it's daytime. It's the first time we've seen the the roadhouse mm-hmm. in the daylight and it does look very fake set hollywood set it so. does from from this angle well, i will say there's other angles that it looks really beautiful from i will say because they're at night because yes. this is in the daytime because the boys are going to cal oh california yes or joking about it you're joking about going to california then all of a sudden they hear screaming mm-hmm. and uh the biggest holy shit fight of the century yes and this is where for me mm-hmm. it goes wrong because thank you because same here up until this point, we don't know how old Joe is. Yep. Alona Tao um, is 25, 26. Jensen's 26, 27. Yeah, so, so it's in the they, wheelhouse. They're all age contemporary to each other. Yep, and so they're age appropriate to, age appropriate. Each, to each other. Whereas yes. this scene makes yes. her feel like she's 14. Yes, and it's like, so up until this point, we don't really know how old she is. They sort of play it fast and loose in terms of aging. Last episode, she maybe came across a little young. Like but this 19, episode, but when, when the last episode, I like to put she was about 19. 18, 19, because of the way she acted with the jukebox and putting in a particular song that sort of was directed and pointed at Jensen. Yes. Or I should say Dean. At Dean. Um, <laughs> I do it all the time. Sorry. Um, but yeah. But I would say, I would say, it, I wouldn't say that young in the last episode. I feel like that young is is because of this episode. Potentially, yeah, because I'm looking backwards versus yeah. forwards. Yeah. You're very right. I think in the last episode it was kind of like, because it could easily have also been played as like, kind of making a joke yeah rather true. than her being like serious about it like yeah true and you I know think- so they putting her maybe 24 25 23 yeah. you know yeah and then now looking back again because i am looking back yes it's like oh no she was young like 17 potentially even 16 i actually don't think she's that young see i do because joe says uh, so erin says you should go back to school and mm. she's like 
No, because I was just the weirdo with the knives. Mm -hmm. So I think she's at least 18 because I think she's college age. But it's coming across as very young. young, Like it's – Yeah. Like it's it's almost like – Because I don't think that they would have ever intentionally or unintentionally tried to make her underage. No, definitely not. And 100%. But it just – for me, it translated that way because of – Essentially, plot twist, guys, spoilers, she acts very bratty this entire Mm. episode. And it's very pissy teenager. Yes. And S- yes, yes. The way that she just, I'm an independent woman and I don't need to be told what to do. And it's very much like, oh, I remember this. I remember this phase. I was 17. Um, Yeah. And it's like, that's n- not at all what the writers intended. No, that's not at all what Eric it's intended. Just what, how it she's just comes across. across that she is, like you said, 18, maybe 19 years old. And, She's Joe, still very mature. And Ellen is t- treating – you mean immature? That's what I say. You said she's very mature. Oh, sorry. Very, yes, very immature. My God. <laughs> she's very mature. She's not. not. But, like, this is where, for me, it all goes wrong because, like, if she's – so she's maybe 18 or 19. I think that that's too young for the character of Dean. Yeah. Because generally Dean tends to go for, you know, women. Adult women. Women, yeah. Women. Women. A woman. Yeah. You know, he. Someone who knows. Who. Where are you going with this? uh, Someone who knows their body, knows their. (laughs) Knows, like, knows their way around a dick. Yeah. That's where I thought you were going with this. I I mean, also correct. Um, But, you know, he goes for the women that he's picked up or what what we've seen him pick up. Mm -hmm. They're very confident. Yes, they're very confident. They're definitely adult women. Women. Yes. Whereas Joe is kind of like. She doesn't know a way around a dick. Like yes. if his dick came swinging at her, she'd be like, "I don't know what to do." With she's this. acting a big game. Yeah, but she's not. She's not backing there's it up. Scene, there's another scene coming up where it mm-hmm. involves knives, and it was there was some like undertones where mm. it was both Dean and her, and mm-hmm. knives are involved. And I'm like, Pruh! yes. Um, and then obviously something else happened, and I was like, Pruh! as well. But yeah, when we get there, I'll tell you why I think. Yeah, the yeah. whole. She's acting like she's acting like she's a woman, but really she's a scared little child. And yes. it does again. That also plays out later on. Yes, it's just... and I think so. He, I guess here's what I'll say: I have no issue with this character in no. general, or yeah. even having this like character who is young and kind of petulant and like mm-hmm. wanting to break away from her mum. If they're a little more explicit about her age, all of that is fine. It's just, just it's just because they're trying to make her Dean's love interest. Love interest. It's very if they inv- got rid of that, it would be like this fun thing of this like. Young girl learning she how wants to be a hunter. Wants to be a hunter. hunter. Like, it, like it's not that though. They're trying yeah. to make it that as a secondary item. Yes. But they're trying to really force like Dean will take this and like Dean is not you know he's not getting older and and all his girls stay the same age. You know scenario. You know yes. the whole joke of like oh I he gets older but all my girls stay the same age. That's yes. not Dean's mo whatsoever. No, not from what we've seen so, so far. far. That's not his mo. Like he tends to pick women who are contemporaneous yeah, to yeah. him or some that he has had a, a, a woman or two mm. a little bit older than him or yeah a, a little bit younger i mean all of this plays into my theory that dean is bottom yeah i mean <laughs> he needs he needs a woman yeah he needs dominance he needs yes. a strong female confident yeah yeah who is who knows her body and knows how to use it you know to get what she wants but not just that like yeah he needs someone that he can also bounce off I mean, figuratively and mentally, <laughs> but that's not Joe because yeah. Joe comes across as experienced yeah. in the world, yeah. not just 
sexually, but inexperienced. She comes across as very bratty. She yeah. sheltered. Yes. And potentially because of her mum sheltering her. Yes. Yes. But also she does no favours to herself by being this reactive teenager because if she's yeah. 18, 19, she's still a teen. She's yeah. reacting and not – and, again, it just makes her look – makes her age just so much more glaring that it's under 20. Yeah, exactly. And that, that to me, just does not make sense with no. Dean and with who Dean is. And it doesn't really play out with how Jensen then plays Dean in this episode no. where he's very empathetic for her and, like, clearly, like, you know, he's finding her attractive because look at her. Um, yeah. And, yeah, you know, right. yeah, you know, she's not, like yeah. – she's not nothing to look at. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, like, in how he – plays it he plays dean i think pretty true to who dean is by this stage yeah. and so it does come across a lot more big brotherly than almost anything else and yeah, that again not... makes it all really yeah, weird it makes it very incesty yeah because like of... i said there's a scene with them and knives and i'll get to it and when we get there i'll show you what i mean um well i won't show you what i mean because i don't have knives but it's just i don't know they just really did no like they did, they've done no service for for joe mm. they could have kept going with a She's love interest, and then there could have still been a fight with the mum, but it could yeah. have been a little bit more less screamy teenager, more fuck you, mum. I'm an adult. Yeah, I'll go do what the fuck I want. Have fun in the bar. Peace yeah. out. And she leaves. That could have all happened mm-hmm. and unfolded in front of them. Yes, and then you know potentially they didn't go- give her enough agency. No, and like Ellen's treating her t- like a teenager, which like Both. is not necessarily relatable content for me in my relationship with my parents, but like. I understand that that kind of arrested development happen mm-hmm. when someone's sort of, you know, in their early adulthood where yep. the parents are still like, no, you're under my rules, so you're still following my rules. And it's like, I'm an adult person going out to do adult person things. Yeah. And, and so, I yes, that would have, that would have, if, if she had been like, cool, fine, I'm out. But instead she kind of bows Through, to Ellen a little bit and, and like throws a, a mini tantrum, but then closes, shuts down and then still yeah. does what she wants anyway. So, yeah. Me, how if I had rewrote this scene alone, I think it would have worked better. Is you could all the events can still happen in the way that they unfold in this episode. Is that you know the boys walk in, they're seeing this heated, a heated exchange, mm-hmm. not a screaming banshee match, um, between mother and daughter. Yeah, I'm like Taylor's all this time, and Ellen, uh, Ellen's you know saying you can't do this. This is absolutely I will not have this under my under my house and roof. You while you're here, you follow my directive, and Joe should have been like. Great, you've set you've set the bar. Yeah, I am an adult. You can't control me. Mm-hmm. If that's how you want to play it, that's fine. I'm leaving. Yeah. She then leaves, and then as she's leaving, you know, a piece of paper falls out of her bag or her something. Yeah. The boys pick it up, and it's one of the articles that she's found. Yeah. And then you know they look at Ellen, go look. We understand, and you know she's up like Ellen's upset, and they're like, look, we'll put on what we're going to do on hold Mm -hmm. we won't go and stalk her but we will go to make sure she's going to be okay and then the events that eventually pulled out could have still worked yeah there you go i've solved the problem yeah but unfortunately it doesn't happen no Uh, my note just says this is a fight of a teenager and Mm -hmm. now everyone is treating her like a teenager because part of the problem is sam and dean also treat her they fall in line behind ellen ellen is treating treating her like she's a 16 year old yeah, because I've watched this and fight. And Sam and Dean both also behave like she's 16 yep. and something for them to take care of. And, yep. like, obviously, as we get into this episode, she's an inexperienced hunter, so they do have to kind of take care of her, but, like... In a sisterly way, but it, also them trying to play it off that there's some horniness going on. It's not... It's just all weird. 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's very gross. So basically Joe shows them a case that she's pulled together. Um, six women over 80 years, all young blondes have disappeared in the same apartment building. Yep. Um, and Sam's like, well, we've hit the road for less. And and Ellen is like, great, you can take the case. Joe's not taking this case. And again, if Joe is meant to be maybe Sam's age even, like yeah, if we're talking 21. about college, like she yeah, could be say, his tw- age. Let's just say she's 20. Let's just yeah. call this argument she's 20. Again, she does what Sam did when he left to go to college, when yeah. he left his dad. He's like, deuces, bitches. Yeah. I'm going to go do my life. Yeah. It's my life. You know, Bon Jovi style. It's my life. It's now or never kind of scenario. Yeah. Ellen could do, um, sorry, Joe could do the same, but she doesn't because, yeah. again, Ellen's got, Ellen has put the foot down. Yeah. She's done the parent thing and you either step into line or you don't. Yeah. And, again, I can't necessarily relate to this personally it's not exactly how my relationship with my parents played out once mm. i turned 18 they were pretty much like great get out of the house we don't want to like go be an adult somewhere else essentially yeah um <laughs> which i'm not necessarily saying is the better solution either no mid grounds are normally the healthiest yeah, choice yeah yeah i, I agree um, with that yes, yeah, <laughs> that like i left because i was like i'm an adult i want freedom i don't mm. want to live in the country anymore deuces and yeah. hence i moved out but like yeah this this it, is like, this, and so I can sort of understand thin. Ellen's perspective, but mm-hmm. the problem is, is that everyone keeps taking Ellen's lead. Yeah. When in reality, Sam in particular being potentially like only a year or so older mm. should be like, hey, I remember being the same and like, yeah, you can totally do, but everyone kind of just falls behind right. Ellen. And again, because you've, they've essentially watched this screaming man. And I think you're very right because the boys do fall behind mm-hmm. Ellen. It just, again, just sets this whole thing up that Joe is underage, or yeah. not underage in a sense, under the boys' age, yeah. but is still naive and, Ellen refu- and Ellen's putting her in a cage because she's yeah. like, you can't be trusted because everything is out to kill you. Yeah. So the boys go to Philadelphia to investigate yep. this case. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are like, oh, I, you know, Sam's like, I feel a little bad, like, yep. taking this case and... Dean's like, yeah, like she put a good file together, but like she's probably not safe out here. Yeah. Which again, that bit is probably true. And again, all of this, the problem I have with it is that it, that she's meant to be Dean's love interest. Yeah, take that out of the equation, and I have zero issues with no. this character. It's it's just that they wrote her too young to be a love interest That's for Dean, Dean in a way that doesn't cross as weird and creepy. Look, it'd be. It'd be better if Joe was more Sam's love interest because she's kind of more on the same vein. Like she's kind of – the way they've written her is on the same sort of like mental age as Sam, like, you know, cutesy. Yeah. A little bit more innocent. Like we know Sam's gone through some shit, but he's a little bit more innocent, whereas Dean's seen some hardy proper shit because he continued to hunt while Sam – And he's a bottom. Yeah, yeah, and he's a bottom. Um, Whereas I feel like Sam's – Does that make a Sam a top? Oh, should we have a quiz? I don't know. I don't think we should have a quiz. There probably is a quiz already. Oh, yeah, look, there probably is. I don't... Do we think Sam is a... Yeah, I feel like he's a top. I feel like he's a secret top. Yes. I feel like he he definitely presents bottom. bottom, Yep. But, man, he may be... Closed doors. Yeah, closed doors. You know? He'd he'd throw you down. Yeah. Yeah. What? My pressure just went (laughs) off and I was just like... (laughs) I'm like, hang on. I always thought that Sam was a bro, and now I'm like, wait, maybe he's not so much a bro. (laughs) I think for Sam. 
maybe not Sam right now because he's yeah 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 easily yeah, yeah, a decade yeah, yeah, yeah. younger. I think us, when you said but like, later pro- later on Sam, you're, oh, you're picturing you're picturing oh, later I'm picturing, Sam. I'm, I'm picturing that. Uh, <laughs> We'll get there. Yeah. Excuse <laughs> me for a moment. Everyone needs to leave the room for a minute. Um, oh, I'll, I'll give Kat a chance to like, she, ooh, she literally my, got my, flushed. <laughs> my cheeks, right? Yes. Anyway, so today, so far in this podcast, we've discovered Dean, as I suspected, bottom. Sam, top? Secret top. Secret top. Kat is now embarrassed because she's so I'm like, oh my god. So red. Oh my god, I've got so red because I'm like, wait, do I want that in my life? No, apparently I do. I, 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 I I'm mad about it. Um, I'm not mad. I mean like I'm gonna start talking about actoplasm. <laughs> what? Just to get us back on topic. But also we also discovered that um Dean has a big package that he likes to swing around. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, continue. I, that's that's your Yeah, I mean that, that's, that's, my that's, that's what that's you my think. think. Holy shit. Oh, anyway, continue ectophism, yep. I've given Kat the vapors anyway. Yes, you have. <laughs> Oof, my Nelly. I feel like I need to be like on like a Southern Belle with a big Yeah, like you need to be on like a, um, a fainting couch. Yeah. You need or a fainting a grand, couch. Or, or a grand um, staircase. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they see some ectoplasm, um, which is, uh, Dean makes a joke about Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I knew that reference! Hey! Hooray! Point for Kat, who knows what that means. And Sam's like, well, like, ectoplasm for something to create ectoplasm like i've only seen it twice like that's properly bad like juju, juju like yeah that's... it's um spooky badook. exactly um and so they are sort of investigating and they're kind of sort of sneaking around the building a little bit doing their sam and dean yeah, thing trying to like see how they can like break in without breaking in but sort of break yeah in. try and figure out what's going on and they yeah. hear a voice um which they recognize <laughs> who could it be guys could it be now? Um, but it's Joe wearing incredibly low rider jeans. This, oh, I, yeah. I always forgot that our jeans of the 2000s were just, you know, they're just S- pussy warmers. Skimming, skimming your yeah. vagina. Yeah, literally, you know. No belt. No belt. Like, <laughs> well, there was no loops. It was just material that yeah. just hung there. Oh, sorry. Or it was those big belts that don't actually hold anything up that you, like, tied on. Oh, yeah. They were either woven or, yes. like, big, wide, like, leathery pleather. Yes. And they sort of just. They they were your also your pussy warmers, and so Joe has come to do her own investigation. This she's she's smooth talking the apartment owner, and here's the thing: like this is kind of like her. She's like smooth talking them, and then she sees Dean, and she obviously immediately is like, "Well, Dean is the one that I'm going to mm. pretend is my boyfriend, and Sam is just his his friend that happens no, to his be brother. there." Because she does say brother, she's because she grabs Dean's ass. Oh no, she says buddy. So they decide to take the apartment that mm-hmm. this previous tenant, and he sort of reveals that this previous tenant, the one we saw in the cold open, mm-hmm. actually just disappeared. And so it wasn't like a murder; it was a disappearance. Yeah, she, she disappeared, like, but literally left disappeared. All, but left all her gear there, so whatever. Yeah. And then Joe pulls out the biggest wad of cash I've seen in my Which life, is highly suspect. And I don't know why any yeah person would be like, oh, okay, that's fine, and wouldn't be like interesting. Yeah, so the guy takes it and she's like, I'll take this apartment. I'll pay up front. And she pays like, we assume maybe two months, three months worth of rent. Who knows? Because that was a lot of money. Yeah, it's, yeah. We, it, um, and so they sort of go back and they have this conversation, um, which if, if we're talking about it just from the perspective of like them kind of being like friendly, kind of mm-hmm. bantery, brotherly sister sort of thing, fine. But it's not meant to be there's, that at all. Tones. My note just says this is meant to be chemistry question mark. Yeah. <laughs> um where he's kind of telling her off for lying. He's cuz she tells Joe Ellen that she's going to Vegas. Yeah. Which I can't believe that 
Ellen would let her go to Vegas based on the fight that they had. Like and again, it, the whole thing is like, this is why I don't think she's older than twenty. No, and she's more on the lower end scale of eight, barely cusping eighteen. I don't think that they're writing her that young because I think she's got to be at least nineteen in their heads. Oh yeah, I'm saying in in terms of how she comes across. Yes, she comes across often as seventeen, barely eighteen, maybe. maybe. Yeah, but like I don't think. To be clear, I don't think the writers were ever no, trying to write I, I agree, an underage I agree with that, person. Yeah. It's the what they wrote her as versus what it's like, you know, reality versus the like, expectation versus reality. Mm-hmm. And the expectation was she was nineteen twenty. Yes, she's coming across seventeen eighteen at yes. best. I don't, I don't think younger than seventeen eighteen. No, though. definitely not younger than that. But like at best, she, like that's the baseline. Yeah, like, I don't think like I, she, I don't she's see not as, lower than that. But no. that's the base. Like she's on the bait. Like she's on the bottom of eighteen, maybe just little bit near her 18th birthday yeah and then ellen calls and is like is she with you because mm-hmm. like i know she's not in vegas yeah. and dean lies and says no she's not here but like if you'll we... drag her back and ellen's like oh you'll drag her back though if yeah, if she if does you, show if, up if she does show up and they're like yep no worries and it's yeah. like and he's saying this as he's looking at her yeah and she's just like you know bopping her head and yeah she smiles and it's just like oh you are not someone that dean would ever put his dick in because he likes him confident because he's a bottom. Yes. Why would he? Why would he fuck with a potential? <laughs> I love how on board you are with with yeah, him am, being a bottom now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was, but first I was like, no. I think you're wrong, Megan. And now that we've come around, mm-hmm. we've had the discussions. No, he is because yeah. he, that's why he goes for the confident, not dominating all the time, but no. there is an air of dominance. Yeah, she doesn't have that power. Shut that door. She ain't dominating shit. No, because she's inexperienced, which is okay. Yes. That's not for this instance. And no. I just hate this in where the camera's really close up on her head and it's just her bopping and then she's smiling like a child. And it's like, yeah, like she Ooh. smiles happily. And again, in a slightly Ooh. different, just, just like a slight tweak, this scene would come across really differently. Mm-hmm. Like of her being like cheeky and a little bit naughty of like, yeah, like her it, being like. Well, the eyebrow kind of lift. I'm just like. It's just, and it's, it, but it's just not written that way. And nope. so it's not coming across that way. So it's coming off very childish and very much very like innocent. I. I just got away with that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Exactly. Yeah. So they sort of are investigating, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, the They're like, oh, the, the you know, this apartment was built on nothing. It was built on an empty field. There's yep. nothing. There was no previous house here before. There was no murders here. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very innocent, innocent. Um, and so they decide to sort of sweep the entire apartment. Yep. Um, and Dean is like, I'm not letting you out of my side, Joe. And again, this is meant to be sort of a bit chemistry-esque banter, but, but it's, it's, it's just not. It's and not. It comes across as... <laughs> we're being forced to talk about it like it is, essentially. Yeah, it's, again, if it was chemistry and she was, again, how I rewrote the, the, the opening and you making the, you know, us making the tweaks along the way, yes. this could have been like her going, we're all going to... Sp- Three people on three different levels is gonna we're gonna cover more ground mm-hmm. in a shorter time period. We're gonna find it out. And the boys looking at each other and Dean going, No, Sam can handle himself. Mm-hmm. You're staying with me. You've never hunted before. Mm-hmm. Stick with me. It gives you that vibe of um can't think of the movie. It's got Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. True lies. I love that movie. It's so okay, <laughs> but it's giving me like her like when she's doing the sexy dance yes it's that kind of like yes that's what we like that, yes that's just that little twist because even in this next scene where like they're walking along and she's like oh you're gonna buy me dinner and he's like for what and he's like well because you're like riding me so hard i'm like man meh like <laughs> uh honey, but i think honey you 
could not handle the package he's swinging. I'm saying it because it's <laughs> it's true. She couldn't. If he is a bottom and he likes a bit of the dominance, mm-hmm. tell me here right now she would be able to handle what he throws out. Absolutely no. not. And, and not. but the thing is, even just that line said slightly differently. Oh like yeah. Where she, like even like she's just being a little. She li- needs to purr it. She needs to be a little more flirty. It needs to have a little more chemistry, and it's it just the, doesn't. True, li- it's the truth. Like yeah, said, true lies. Where Jamie Lee Curse was the mousy woman, and then mm-hmm. she because she wants to save you know Arnold because that's her husband, so she puts on a performance yes. and you're just like, oh my God, Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. sex bomb. You watch that as an 11-year-old and like, I don't think I should be watching, watching this. this. Yeah, you're just like, am I watching it? Am I going to watch porn? Which, because- which, is, which is me for so many of the movies that I watched as an 11-year-old. I'm like, I don't think <laughs> I, think I, should, I should, should be watching this. this. Like I watched Titanic and I was like, this has tits in it. I don't think I should be watching this. Yeah, there's, there's, there's boobies. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it needed to be that dialing up the the sex sireny kind of style yeah and not it comes, even, yeah like just and it doesn't have to be like vampy all no, the way like just elvira tits y- out for the boys like yeah. it just has to be just a little bit more overtly sexual yeah it needs to, to be, make it less uncomfortable this is definitely how teenagers flirt yeah yes <laughs> i'm sorry i keep saying it but this is how teenagers flirt whereas a woman be like oh are you gonna be buying me dinner later and he'd be like, no. It's like, oh, well, you are riding me pretty hard. And it's like, sexy, sexy. Yeah. You just change your tone, your inflections on different notes and different. It's just. Yeah. She's saying it as like a trying. She's trying to aim. Like she's aimed for the, um, she's aimed for the moon and landing amongst the stars. And those stars are shit. Yeah. Um, she's just really missed the mark. And I, I don't think yeah. it's her acting. It's no. the way it's written. Because I'm sure it would have been written like. Sexy, but not sexy. Yeah, like, like like kind of cutesy. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, because I only have the transcript. Sometimes we get the script, and I love it when we get the oh, scripts. But um, uh, we just ha- I just have the transcript from, like, the episode. But, um, yeah. That and it sucks, because, yeah, because, I mean. Because I, I, I can't answer your questions. Yeah, I just feel, it, it, either way, there's, because, again, the way that it's all been set out, it's coming across very, it's like, it's almost like, like he's looking at. Dean up. humoring. A younger person yeah. without being like, like I was gonna say, without like actively rejecting her, her to be like, hey girl, it's let's... his best friend's younger sister. Exactly, it's that. It's, yes, I was like, exactly. What this is is like, I will never put my dick in you because you are my best bro's younger sister. Yes, and I remember you when you were in the backyard yes. and you were a girl run around necky because you were a child. Yes. Yes, and I was, you know, seven or eight years old. Yeah, like um, I was also a child, but like, and much, yeah, yeah. It's it, that. This is exactly that energy, and that, and this plays out in this whole rest of the scene yeah. because Joe is like, "I'm sick of your chauvinistic crap. You don't think girls can do the job?" And he's like, "No, that's not. I don't think that. I don't think that girls can't do the job. I mm-hmm. think girls can be great at the job. I think that you, you. do not know how to do this job, and Correct. you don't know how to do it safely. Correct. And I'm like, I, I, I like." I like finding out these little bits about Dean's character as well. He's like, no. Don't paint me with that brush. Don't paint me with that, like, (laughs) misogynistic brush. No, 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 no. I think women can do the job. You can't because you are a child. (laughs) You are a child. I wish he had said that because I would have been like, drop, we are done here with the sexual tension. Yes. There's there's no tension. It's just odd incestier and it's not really great. And I think as well, like, it's so clear throughout this episode how sort of certain Jensen is at this point in who like Dean, D, who, who Dean is like yep. he's really got a firm grasp yep. of Dean at this point because even in this scene he's she's like you've got options you could go back to school you could get a job you could have a regular life mm-hmm. like I don't 
want any of those things. I can't have any of those things because I was put in this life too young. You know, it's too late for me now, which like yeah. is a bit of a recurring thing for Dean and not the point of this episode, so we're not going to go there. But like, yeah, he and he's like, he's, he's ingrained in the lifestyle that he has yeah. and he's okay because it's it's all he's known and it's all he'll ever know and yeah. he's okay, but he's okay with that bed. Whereas yes. where Joe does have the option because Ellen is is trying to keep her out of the hunter life. Or is barely, you know, keeping her. She's okay to participate mm-hmm. in the outskirts and helping. Yes. But she doesn't want to outright have to go hunt. Exactly. And, you know, Joe's like, well, you love this job. And Dean's like, yeah, but I'm a little twisted. And the way Jensen delivers that is really believable. And then mm-hmm. Joe's like, who's to say that I'm not a little twisted? And it's like, I'm like, well, you're I don't. Not- for a second. Honey, you're whiter than, you know, you're you're more the vanilla than anything else. You are. Yes. You are, you know, I've met. You know, vanilla, more vanilla ice creams with more fucking body than yeah, you, baby. Sh- like, you have got nothing. Yeah, you don't really get that kind of twisty, yeah, twisty dark side. You are her. not, you're not hokey pokey ice cream, honey. You are just plain vanilla. Um, And they're still sort of searching. They're not coming across any EMF. Um, yeah. This, like, f- I love how they've, again, season two budget, we've yeah. got this tiny, like, little box. Like, yes. the EMF, it's, like, it's not this big, fuck, big walkie talkie yes. scenario. They've um, upgraded. They must have stolen a really good credit card. Yes. And got, like, a little pocket sized. Yes. Um, and something kind of a man's hand comes out great and like grabs. I don't think it's a man's hand. Like I know it's a man's hand. Like it is, mm. but the hand will look very feminine. And like mm. saying that men can't have feminine hands, but it looked because <laughs> the nails were too good. And yes. I, of course I noticed this. The nails were too good. But also men can have a nice nails too, but it just, it just. Looked... I'll just let you just keep digging yourself in this okay. hole uh, for a you. while, a bit All longer. Right. I, I've stopped. I've stopped. <laughs> Not that men can't have that, but it wasn't that. Not that men can't. Mm. They just. It's just mm. that they couldn't. <laughs> yeah, except for at this time period. Like, Even though we know whose hand it is because we've watched the whole episode. So yes. we do, in fact, know that it is it a is, man's hand. It is a man's hand. I think I'm confident in saying it is a mm. man's hand because we're about to talk about, hopefully soon, who this man is. And yes. I, we have some things to say. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> about the definition of a serial killer. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, and so this guy kind of grabs Joe and Joe kind of gasps and Dean's like, what? She's like, oh, I'm not sure, like, because it, it went away. And Dean's like, can you smell that? He's like, is it a gas leak? He's like, it's like, it's something else, but like a smell that I know. And I mean, well, when we find out what this smell is, I have some questions. But they um, reach into the grate where Joe saw the hand yep. um, and they pull out a clump of hair. It looked like gum sucking hair. I mean, I guess, I think sometimes obviously they, they have to toe a line of not making it too mm, realistic. Gory, yeah, because it's just like, ooh, it's scalp. So we now cut to another young blonde woman, mm-hmm. uh, Teresa Ellis. She is just kind of coming into her apartment, living yep. her life. So she sees some cracks appealing in the mm-hmm. ceiling. She hears like some spooky sounds. She picks up the phone. She can't dial out. And so she's like, I'm out of here, which is the correct response. Which should have been old May at the beginning. Yes, 100%. Um, she looks down and gets taken by a man's hand. I'm pretty confident in saying. Yeah, you can say that. I'm allowed to say it's a man's hand. You can. We cut to the next morning. Dean's obviously slept on the couch like a gentleman. Where did Sam sleep? Question mark. Um, I like to think that's Sam. I like Sam was like, I'll take the bed. Y'all have got something going on here. I'm going to go take the guest bed. Also, I have the biggest limbs in this household. Yes. I need as much comfort on them as possible. Yes, I can't Constantine myself onto that, that couch. Yeah. I won't fit. I'm too tall. Soz, Dean, even though you are... Also, it's all human. Taller. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's something that you always find. Forget. Forget. Because. Also, going back to last week's episode, mm-hmm. 
when um, they were confronting um, Andy in the, yes, you can definitely see like jarringly, jarringly different, different because <laughs> Andy basically is at nip height at, at, at like Sam. Yes, and it's like oh yeah, I keep forgetting that you're really tall. Oh yes, there's some yes. Anytime someone is not, it's Jared and someone else, and not Jared Jensen and someone else. It's mm-hmm. jarring the mm-hmm. height differences. Yep, um, because he's just egregiously tall yes yeah, so and you just forget because he's such a small bean in yeah. every other sense of the word like yeah. he's such a tiny baby except in his height at this point yeah anyway. at this point he's all limbs well i'm cat cat had a moment earlier when she thought about mm. older sam oh i don't want to set her off again <laughs> so uh joe is like oh i didn't he's like i hope you enjoyed your sleep on the nice comfortable bed still question mark about where and Sam's then she's like, like oh the delivery of like i didn't it's like, yeah i didn't sleep like Girl, go, 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 go get some sleep. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> My actual response to her was like, fuck off. And she's like playing with a knife and Dean is kind of like, because it's like this tiny little, like tiny little, like and this fishing is where, knife, I okay, guess. Okay, we're going to go down okay, the rabbit hole go again. On. So Dean gives her a knife, a much bigger knife, a man's knife. Look, this is where I was like, oh, this is how I know you will never be able to handle his package because it's, <laughs> she's fucking around with a small one. Yes. He gives her a more hefty knife and yeah. she's all like oh it's so heavy and i don't want it but then we we come to learn that the small knife has engraved which is actually her father's initials yes so it's her um, dad's knife so i don't know that it was necessarily yeah, aiming know, to but, be a dick analogy of but at the beginning i was like oh, this is she could never play with a dick that big and and then when he we've seen the engraving i'm like i'm gonna take that back as someone who's also left a father but i would never twirl a knife I am so cool and I play knives. It's like, oh, you play yeah. with knives because you, you miss your dad and this is a connection for you. That's fine. But it was just the, she's playing with a small knife and he tries to give her something bigger to play with and she could never rise to the challenge. Yes. That, yes. I don't think that's the subtext. That's where my subtext went. Um, because, yeah, then she sort of says it's like, this was her dad's knife. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and Dean's very respectful. He's like, I'm so, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But then she says this line and my note says, um, mm-hmm. like this line, I'm like, ma'am, he died last month, not 10 years ago, because she's like, what do you remember about your dad? He died last month. Like, what do you remember? What do you mean? Like, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Like, it's such a weird line. Yeah. Like the, the, the question is a good, good question because it comes to this like really kind of weird John story, which is pretty standard Um, of like. Him being like, huh, I went out shooting as a seven-year-old. Yep. And my dad was proud of me, and that means that he loves me. Problems. It was very weird after the knife flicking and my subtext yes. of, you know, package sizes and mm-hmm. how could she actually fuck with a fuckboy? You know what I mean? Like, mm. And then <laughs> she's like, tell me one thing that you remember about your dad. Yeah. Ugh. And it's just, it, I think it's just weird because he's not been dead that long. So it's like just such a weird way to lead into it. Because and it's, it's also, she says it in such a breathy way. Yeah. Like, it's like she's meant to be, tell me what. It's, it's, it's meant to be a moment. Yeah. And it's, and it's not. Um, I mean, you get this great sort of Dean story. Oh, yeah, we do. It's great. Um, but it's... And we sort of learn that, you know, Joe's dad was a hunter. Mm-hmm. And like when, when he would come home, it was like the world was righted again. We were yep. just like little family. And all of that, again, if we just take out that this is meant to be all setting up for, like, a love interest situation, yeah. I kind of love all this. I kind of love all of this, like, idea of Bonding. Dean finding 
you know, seeing that bond mm. through having lost someone through Other seeing someone, lives. yeah, seeing someone who lost someone a lot younger, um, who was also in to life, like mm-hmm. that kind of bond, having someone else in their lives for Sam as well. That's like a, a raised hunter, you know, yeah, a exactly. child, a child who's raised in the hunter world. So. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff I really like. I just it just doesn't translate when you then add on the layer of like Absolutely Dean is not. Dean is the um intended love the love interest for yep. her. And so Sam comes in, another girl's disappeared mm-hmm. um from her apartment. Like um Sam's already checked out the apartment, it's got ectoplasm everywhere. Cracks everywhere. Um cracks everywhere and they're still trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then Joe notices something on the picture of this empty field that the building has been built on. Yeah. And she realizes that the building next door was actually a prison. Yeah. Um, and so maybe they weren't looking for something that was in this location, location. but like next, next door. door. Prisons being famously super mm-hmm. haunted. Um, so they find out that it was a prism. Prism? A prison. It was a prism. It, it was, was a, shape. a prism. <laughs> um, uh Moya Messing Prison. Uh, which is a real place, which we'll get to, um, but they used to execute execute people in the field, and so of course now it's all making sense. If yeah, they're hanging so people in that space. They got some, they got some bodies there mm-hmm. that uh, maybe some vengeful spirits, maybe maybe who knows? Yes, and where does this lead to? Who knows? Yes, and so they get a list of all the people who've been executed. They're scrolling mm-hmm. through, and of course, Sam, big nerd. He's such a nerd, and we'll we'll talk about Sam, the lover of uh, all things time and freaky in the sheets. Um, You'll talk about that. Oh, I will talk about that. That's our um our other podcast. Um, up up late at night. You know, was <laughs> a Big Brother. Yeah, un- uncensored. Like, or, uh, Big Brother uncut. Uncut, where it was oh. just the horny porn. stuff, yeah, which was the porn. only Big Pro- Brother I watched as a teenager. <laughs> I didn't watch the proper Big Brother. I didn't care, but He's I was like, a horny teenager, so I was like, give me the uncut stuff. Give I want to see. Give me humping. the blanket. Yeah, give me humping where yep. it's. All under blankets. And yes, it's just blankets moving. Maybe you see a flash of a dick occasionally. Ooh, but it was mostly just ping and swear words. Um, but he realizes that one of the names is Herman Webster Mudgett, hmm. and he's like, "Isn't that H. H. Holmes' real name?" Um, and they're like, "Yeah, Holmes was executed." Which and all of this stuff is true. That's yes, his real name, and that's where he was executed. And H. H. Holmes. So. I just want to, before we get into this conversation, Mm -hmm. I want to provide the definition of a serial killer Uh as it pertains to the FBI's um, Behavioral Criminology Unit. Yep. Made famous by the television show Mindhunter, which if you have not watched Mindhunter, go watch it. It's amazing Mm -hmm. and super interesting. And the more people watch it, the more David Fincher will be forced to make another season. According to the FBI, a serial killer is someone who kills more than three people. Yes. Non-consecutively. Yep who are not members of their family. Because if you kill consecutively, so like bam, 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 that's a spree killer. Yes. You kill your family, you are a family annihilator. That is the legal definition of a serial killer. Yep, I see And I that. just want to say that because legally, according to, well, not legally, I don't think there's a legal definition yeah. for a serial killer. This is the behavioral sciences unit yeah. in the FBI's definition of a serial yeah, killer. Definitely. And they sort of came up with the concept of a serial killer. According to them, technically speaking, H.H. H. Holmes is a serial killer. Because he's killed more than three people non-consecutively that are not his family. Yep. Let's get into it. Do Because I don't think H.H. H. Holmes is a... Because the whole thing is H.H. H. Holmes is like the first serial American killer. American serial killer. America's first serial killer. killer. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. Because 
I don't think he's a Bundy. He's not a like Gacy. When we he's think of a, serial killers, yeah, we think of Dunhams. We think of the Bundys. We think. Of, Do you mean Dharma? Yeah, Dharma. What did I say? Dunhams. <laughs> oh boy, sorry, <laughs> Lena. Um, yeah, like you think yeah. of you yeah, think of yeah. the names. You go yes. one, two, three, and you might think you know you might go. Uh, Richard Ramirez, you think of... Ramirez, M- Ramirez. Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. think of... Ones you, yeah, you think Night Stalker. You think, yeah, you think, you think Bundy. You think, think Gacy. You think, um, yeah, you think of you those... Feel, you the Golden State... There's the Golden State Killer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard, All these things. Like, yes. you think of them. You do not think... H.H. H. Holmes? Sure? Yes. Stories of his shenanigans are greatly exaggerated. For example, he didn't target young blonde women. The the episode says that that was his like mo. It's it wasn't. it's actually not. Um, he killed all types. He killed children. He killed a lot of men workers because he was mostly a con artist. And so, I guess for me, when you think of serial killer, at least in the terms of how I think we think of serial killers, yep. Again, the we just named like five. Yeah. Um is more like that the killing is the point. Yeah. Like the killing is, and sometimes the killing's adjacent to them getting away with maybe a sexual crime or something yep. like that. But, but the whole, like the, the end, killing becomes the end game yep. a little bit. Yeah, it's the it's the thrill of the chase. It's a th- like it's it's the purpose of them doing the act is mm-hmm. the act itself. Yes, becomes well, becomes the act. You know, yeah. the Golden State Killer is a great example of that in that he escalated from um, like, robbery to rape, rape to then murder to murder because like each time he needed that bigger thrill yeah um and so very classic idea yeah classic whereas h.h H. holmes killed people to get away with his fraud yeah because like oh boy he had a lot of it like yes he built a not so but you know bonkers place yes because he was quote unquote may or may not have had some problems yeah, when they're like, oh, he was a, like he targeted. It's like, no, he targeted a range of people that fit the narrative that he needed to because he was a con artist. Because, yes. you know, he could have gotten found out. He could have been, you know, I feel like a lot, especially a lot of the workers because there were workers on his construction site that did go mm-hmm. missing. And I believe they, because I think some of them were foremen. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, maybe they've unraveled that he's, because he didn't have money. Yeah. He was... He he did have money, but he obtained all of it illegally. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. And it's yeah. like I feel like people kind of work that out. And it's not like the whole Winchester house where, yes, you know, she built rooms because she was trying to keep ghosts away from catching her. Yes. Um, that wasn't the scenario. He was building them like, like so, torture palaces, but not really. Yeah, like the the his point of was not the torture. No. He just wanted to make sure people died. Yeah. So, like, they sort of – it conflated because he built this murder house, like, yeah. where he was, like, luring people in and then he'd torture them to death. And, like, this like episode kind of plays into that. And that although he did kill people mm. and he did, quote, unquote, torture them, they did die in the methods that they talk about in this episode where he'd starve them or, like, they'd slowly suffocate. That wasn't, like – obviously, obviously he's a psychopath because mm. he just was like, that's fine by me. but like. It wasn't like he was getting off on it. No. Um, but I did get to learn a new word because I did do a little bit of H.H. H. Holmes go- Googling. Go read Devil in the White City. There's tons of books about H.H. H. Holmes. There's tons of podcasts about yep. him. There's more than we can talk about in this podcast. But, like, I just think it's important to, like, break down the mythology of H.H. H. Holmes and yep. be like, yeah, he was a bad guy, 100%, but mm-hmm. he wasn't some, like, serial killer the way we think of serial killers. Yeah. He was a con artist. But I learned a new word because he – Married many times without divorcing 
the yeah, people see, that he yeah like he, three, he, three, he, three. he is a trigger he's a trigamist oh i did read that cause... isn't that fun because obviously bigamist mm-hmm. two yeah trigamist three i was right because i was like yeah. that's fair I was like, I swear he had three and he had a child. And I think the second wife and the kid died. Am I right in saying that? One of them did die. I honestly started to take notes and then I was like, this is its own podcast episode. Yeah, so I'm like going to stop taking one notes. One of his wives went missing yes. and the child did go missing as well. I think it was And the he killed a bunch wife. of other people's kids as well. Yeah. That just, he just happened to have in his. Possession? Possession. Or in his. Yeah, look. I think of his. um. This please go listen to podcast. Please go read Devil mm. in the White City. It's a great book. Go read it. It's really fantastic. But like, yeah, I think he killed his business partner, and then yeah. he had his kids, and then his kids disappeared, quote mm. unquote, but mm. were a hundred percent murdered by him. But like, he was just a psychopath. He, by definition, but yeah, mm-hmm. he was just. I just want to take away some of the like, some of you know. I feel like serial killers sometimes get a bit of mystique and. You know, I love a serial killer situation. I love a little bit of, you know, you know I'm a murderino through and through. Yeah, but this but... is, yeah, there's a lot of, like, I guess, I, I think because it just plays into a narrative. Like yes. It's very, he was the first, quote, unquote, serial killer in America that we know of. He was the, you know, he fit all the bill. It was the, he was convicted mm-hmm. of murder. He was convicted of up to 100. He, there's. They don't definitively know yeah. how many victims he has. Yes. He um, said he had 27. He was actually only convicted for one, which was his business partner. That's yep. the one that got him hanged. But, yeah, they think it could be up to 100. Yeah, they're not 100% sure because also see the, the time when this all occurred. Yes, which was during the World Fair, the yeah. Chicago's World Fair. Mm-hmm. And so there was lots of people coming in and out. And so lots of people who maybe had never traveled before. And this was obviously in a time before, you know, phones. Yeah. So, like, and if someone, someone could just go missing and they – probably were going to the World's Fair, but maybe they left two months ago to go to the World's Fair and no one had heard from them because it takes two months to travel from one place to another. So, yeah. Good times. Yes. So that's H.H. Holmes. A quick summary. Go listen to podcasts about it. I I just just don't like him getting, like, more credit than he's – Yeah, like, more drama than he's due. Like, he was just a gross – He was a con artist that had to resort to murdering because it's – it suited his scenarios mm-hmm. that he had built up that he was going to get caught out. That's my – when I read, a, like, a quick Wikipedia search mm-hmm. of him to get, like, a, remind myself, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you're someone that was opportunistic mm-hmm. purely because it suited your situation at the time. Like, exactly. oh, I've got these kids I've inherited because I've killed their dad. Well, best they better be going. Yep. <laughs> Like, I don't want. I don't, I don't want this. Like yeah, I, don't I don't want I, these. I didn't ask for this. I yeah. just thought if I just kill their dad, their mother would just take care of the situation. Oh fuck! Great. Yes. So it just it seemed like one kill led into more kills because it it escalated to that way. Yes, exactly. So. And then he was like, "Oh, I could turn this into a business and yep. like build a murder house." Yep. And um, it, it would it would make me have, not having to maybe potentially drag bodies around everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, to loop it all back to Supernatural. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. I'm not sorry. I, this is not the last time we'll get to talk about serial killers. No, it will not so be. So get excited. They, they do talk about all, or everything that they sort of talk about is true aside from, like, it was all blonde women and that sort of thing. Like, that yep. stuff isn't true. That stuff is 100% true. Um, but it true. is true that after he, was, after he died, his coffin was encased in cement because he was afraid of people mutilating his corpse. Mm-hmm. And so that is true. A hundred percent that is true. And it 
you know, because it was so sensational at the time. Like, yep. this was pre-Jack the Ripper, even, I think. Uh, I think 1800, it was 1890s, right? Yes. Jack the Ripper was 18... I thought it was like 1870. Oh, yeah. Even... So he was he was uh, executed in 1894. I think Jack the Ripper. Yeah. So it was contemporaneous with Jack the like, Ripper. Yeah. It was a bit, I was, was going to say, there may have been some overlap, maybe. Well, I mean, we weren't there, but I'm just saying like. Yeah. So, yeah. So he was 1888 was Jack the Ripper. So yeah. very contemporaneous, but yeah. still like a new idea of this like serial dark figure serial. in the night. They they didn't have a name for serial killer until the mm. 70s, but like. Yeah. Like. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, oh, I want to feel like there was an overlap at least. And yeah, there obviously was an overlap. Yeah, there was an overlap. And apparently, because I was reading this, that there was like this idea of like trying to figure out a way that H.H. H. Holmes was Jack the Ripper. But no. Anyway, back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. That's <laughs> what we're here for. <laughs> back to back to H.H. H. Holmes. Um, yeah. So they obviously can't dig up his bones no. to burn salt and burn them um, because they are encased in concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, but they think that maybe Teresa should be alive, might be alive because... His murder castle, um, as they call it, which is what they called it, like, yeah. this isn't supernatural yeah. conflating stuff, but, yep, like... they did, yeah. Um, he had, like, trapdoors and acid vats, quicklime pits, which, a controversial topic today because the, the castle got knocked down. It doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. Um, and a lot of these stories were very, like, journalists at the time alleging what they saw, not necessarily a police force going through and doing a modern day investigation on the house and seeing what what was what was what so take with a grain of salt exactly mm-hmm. how dramatic it all was yep um but they think Teresa might be still in the walls mm-hmm. um and so they decide to go and look Dean and Joe of course are looking together i will say i love this set this like behind mm. the walls set it's obviously all real in that like they've obviously built this out yeah. so they can do this whole filming Cool. It's, it's really cool. It's filmed really well, like very close up, mm-hmm. um, very kind of claustrophobic. Yeah. Kim Manners, as always. Yeah. I um, do enjoy that, again, we get force chemistry. Yes. Where... The grossest line. Oh, yeah. Which is Dean being like, like, Joe tries to squeeze past him and Dean's like, oh, I should have cleaned the pipes. And I was like, ugh. It's so gross. It's so gross because Joe is also very short compared to... To Dean. She's a regular sized woman, I, I know. Would say. <laughs> I know. She's regular tall. Because Dean's quite, quite tall. tall. It just. Yeah. And again, the brushing, because like she does scoot past him, and it's like. Yeah, it makes me upset. And I was like, gross, Dean. I don't we like that. We just stop trying to stop trying to make fetch happen. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> yes. And so she sort of squeezes past him because he can't get through because it's mm-hmm. too small. She starts going down into like a manhole, and Dean's yep. like, "Whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on, like, no, yeah. let's try and get together." He's going out to try and meet her on the next level, and of course, she <laughs> gets taken. Plot twist. Mm-hmm. And so Sam and Dean are obviously frantic, and then mm-hmm. of course Ellen calls and is like, "I know you're lying. I know she's with you because Ash." As previously discussed. Uh, crumbled like a piece of Yeah. <laughs> he folds uh, the second that someone looks at him the wrong way. Yeah. Um, Correct response because that's also me. <laughs> and so Dean tells her uh, sort of reluctantly that Joe has been taken. Yeah. And that I promise you I'll bring her back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't like promises that you can't keep. Yes. Like don't like don't write checks they can't, that can't, you can't cash. You know what I mean? Yes. And also, I mean, Ellen says something that's very interesting that we don't get more information about in this episode, but mm-hmm. she says, you promise this is not the first time I've heard this from Winchester. Mm-hmm. So. Put a pin in that one for, yes. the, for the end of this episode. 
Um, and so Ellen's like, nope, I'm coming out. I'm flying out to like, and this is for me realistic for if this, she, if she's really 1920, if that's yep. how they're writing her, yep. this is actually a pretty realistic reaction yeah, from Ellen. Yeah, especially given how Ellen has reacted at the beginning of the episode. But even aside from that, I think this is kind of normal of her being like, what do you mean she was taken by H.H. H. Holmes? Yeah, like, what do you mean she was taken? So I think that her being like, I'm flying out. I think that's a pretty normal reaction. Yeah, I agree with that actually. Aside yeah. from that. Um, from everything else, it it's just obviously layered on top of everything else. You're like, dude, calm down. Yeah. I think a lot of it also is that I do expect this reaction from that, but also yeah. given at the beginning of the episode, the screaming match mm-hmm. and how everything's played out, mm-hmm. it would make sense that Ellen would be trigger happy to fly up and get them yes. on the plane out from Nebraska to, you know, Pennsylvania. So we cut back to Joe, and she is in like a really creepy sort of almost looks like a coffin. She sees that it has like gouge marks in it. And I w- I really love this little moment from Alona because like it's very real of her seeing those marks and oh, seeing it's yeah. very clear that they're like bloody scratch marks of people who have been in this position previously and died. And she like stifles like a terrified sob. And I really loved that moment of like her realizing, oh no, of how like much trouble she's in. So Joe is in the, Joe sees Teresa. She mm. is alive, but she's like, he's going, like, he's going to kill us. Um, and, and I think you're in like a weird like holding cell. Like yeah. it does look like, it does look like a funeral home in the sense, like I thought it was an incinerator because it's just, like the mm-hmm. the gap, the the handle, her you only see like this like a very small mm-hmm. like envelope window style. I also love that she thinks she's confident and she's like, I'm here to it's like it might not be a comfort to you, but I'm here to rescue you and the other mm-hmm. chick is crying. I'm like, that would be me. Yes. Yeah. And also it's a Star Wars quote. And so we now cut back. Sam and Dean have figured out that there is like a basement yep. area that is connected to like a sewer because so, uh, um, there's no basement in the actual building, but they yeah. think that that's probably where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to admit something. I uh, was watching this episode yesterday and I turned it off to go do something and then I did not turn it back on. So I actually haven't seen the end of the episode. Also, I've seen the end of the episode multiple times, time, so you can, you know- but like I haven't, <laughs> I just forgot to finish watching it. Um, pregnancy. pregnancy. So at this point we are working entirely from my memory. Um and, and cat's, cat's memory, memory of twelve hours ago. <laughs> oh strap yourself in, guys. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be one in like a one exciting mm-hmm. end of an episode. Oh my god. Uh, yes. Anyway, so yes. do you want so they, they get into this like underground It's like a storm drain, they yes. go down and the boys end I'll just I'll just take the reins. Um mm-hmm. the, it could go bumpy, so, <laughs> so if you've got, like, Wikipedia going up on the other side, or you got something on the side to help us, good. Yes, I do. Excellent. So they end up going down the manhole, storm drain-esque thing, and they're going through the pipes. They get into, like, the pit of where um, Teresa and Joe are currently in. Mm-hmm. They split up, but so Sam's trying to help Teresa to get out. And Dean's trying to help Joe get out. Yeah. They managed to get them out and then they've worked out that to get their plan of attack is to try and get HH Holmes to be in the pit. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to use Joe as bait. Yes. And at that point I was just like, oh, that's the look on Joe's face is very much like, I just want to go home now. Actually, I don't want to be a hunter. Mm. This is scary. I've just been I've just been in a tight confined space. I thought I was in a coffin. 
and I've seen literal scratch marks. Like it's all very upsetting. Um, so they end up putting her in the middle of the the room, the, in where the pit is. Mm-hmm. And then old mate McGugget, yes, also known as H.H. Holmes, has come out mm-hmm. and he doesn't look like the pictures. If you look at H.H. Holmes versus yeah. the actor. Firstly, if you look at a picture of H.H. Holmes, He's 35 in that picture. He looks like he's 47. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the 1800s were not kind. <laughs> no, they were, they aged you. There was yes. no such thing as, you know, revitalization creams yes. for your face. So, yeah, so he looks quite haggard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes through and he's obviously ghosty. Yes. Possessy. And so what the boys do is they ended up p- putting a ring of salt around mm-hmm. the whole pit of the area. Well, Joe is like essentially just uh, sitting dark. Mm-hmm. Joe then jumps out. Yep. And we then get some old man hissing. <laughs> yes. Which I was like, why are you hissing? I mean, I know why you're hissing, but, you know, this happens. Like, Teresa's obviously left years before mm-hmm. the sitting duck scenario. Um, so then the three of them get out of the storm water drain and they're talking and Sam's talking to um to joe and they're like look we couldn't burn his bones because obviously concrete yes um so the next best thing is to trap him with salt Mm -hmm. and that should hold him and he should be he shouldn't be able to leave joe's like that's great but what's if people go down there and break the ring Mm -hmm. what's if you know storms or water and all in the background you hear the reversing of a cement truck yes so then they line up the cement truck and they're like oh we're gonna fix this wagon and we're gonna do what old mate Wanted in the first place, so mm-hmm. his body didn't get mutilated. It's filled up with cement. Yeah. So essentially, even if like the cement did move the, you know, did move the salt, salt's gonna still encase the entire area. Yeah. So there's nowhere for the ghost to haunt because it's in cement. It's in cement. Yeah. Which has also got salt in it. Yeah. Okay. I I refreshed my memory about what happens next, so I'm back. Oh. Um. So Ellen did end up flying out as promised, yeah, and she- we have the most uncomfortable car ride in history of her just being like I love I'm so mad at all of you but again again she's, she's the mother she's pulling them all into line yeah. as a mother yeah. but in not a she's not a mother of adult children she's a yes. mother of te- older teenage yes. children so she's not treating dean as a peer she's treating dean as a child and she is older than him like you know oh 100% but like, she is but she's all put, she's lumping them all in the same age yes. category as joe Yes. I also love that uh, Dean tries to, because it's Dean in the front, mm-hmm. Ellen in the front, Sam in the back, mm-hmm. Joe in the back. I love that Dean leans over to break the tension, mm-hmm. and the song that comes on is like, "She's as cold as ice." I'm like, "Oh, sacrifice my love. love." We don't have um, copyright for that, so I'm no, we don't. Cut. Hence why we sung that beautifully for you. You're yes. welcome, guys. <laughs> and I love that she's like clicks it off, and she's like, "I'm not in the mood for music," and it's like, "Oof, yes." And then he's like, well, this is going to be a long ride home. Mm-hmm. And seeing the fact where I've seen where Philadelphia is versus Nebraska, correct statement. That's a- <laughs> yes. There's a very long <laughs> ass car ride back home. <laughs> yes. Because holy shit. And no music. Could you imagine? Like, it's probably a two to three day trip of just silence. Nonstop silence. Awkward, angry silence. Silence. And oh. I would be going, cool, next truck stop, I'm hitting up someone. Hey, do you have some sleeping pills? I'm going to knock myself the fuck mm-hmm. out. Wake me up when I'm at the fucking roadhouse. Yeah. Fuck that noise. I'm goodbye forever. Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, this is 
I'm going to sleep for this. I'm going to rest up. Yeah. And so they get back to the roadhouse conservatively two days later in dead silence. And Dean is sort of like, look, I'm, I'm sorry I lied to you, mm. but Joe did really well back there. Like she came home safe. She saved the girl. Like, yeah, she did. She did right. She and, did right as like the hunter's code and such. Yeah. And Joe's and Ellen's just not having a bar of it. Nope. She's she drags Joe inside and they have this conversation where oh. Joe is like, I don't understand why you're so mad. Like, I don't understand yeah. the, the context. Of what's I'm missing going something here. What is it? And um, it's reviled. <laughs> it is revealed. Reviled. As, as uh, Joe says to Dean, because uh, Joe comes out and this is kind of the closest they get to having a genuine kind of like yeah, love interesty yeah. moment. Um, where he's kind of like, what, what's going on? And she's like, well, turns out my dad didn't hunt alone on his last hunt. He no. had someone with him, um, someone else that also hunted alone and basically got screwed up and my dad ended up dead. And that man, that person, that other hunter was your father. Yeah. And that was basically at the end of the episode. Yeah, pretty much was like, and it's the, I love the explaining from Ellen. Cause we do see mm-hmm. Ellen explaining to Joe why this happened. Like yes. why she's so mad, um, and like previous comment of never trust a Winchester. Like mm-hmm. I've heard that from a Winchester that you know that essentially John could never go back to once this had happened. Once yes. um, Joe's dad and Ellen's husband did pass. Yes, you know you now know the reason why John never came back. He could never yes. face them because he fucked up. <laughs> and yes. true to jo- John's form. Not going to admit that, and he was just going to be like, "Oh well, another soldier." Well, we don't know that. Like, you're extrapolating. I'm, I am, and I'm, (laughs) I'm right because let's be real. (laughs) Let's be real. We've all talked about John. John's a piece of shit. He would have been like, "It's, it's fine. It's just another soldier for the fight." Yeah, or he would have just been like, "Well, time to burn that bridge and leave forever." Pretty much. I mean, it could be column A, column B. Could be it could be a mixture of equal column C. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was. I do love Ellen being. Yes, upset, but she's like, I'm this man because valid reason. And that valid reason is, is that you cannot trust them because yes. this is what happened to your father. Yes. They went and hunted. Well, to- I, valid is a strong word. I would say understandable uh, Sorry, in yes. the context of her trauma. Yes, yes. I yes, wouldn't yes, say, yes. like, she has a valid reason not to trust these the, two boys. Yeah, these two boys. She has had- a reason not to trust John, which she's, Correct. Which she's transferring yes. to her. Yeah, she's to- transferring to the boys because yes. she thinks. Well, they're all Winchesters, you know, they're yes. all cut from the same cloth, which yes. some parts, yes, not all yes. correct. But yeah, it's just, I loved it. It was actually, I really enjoyed this for Ellen. Like, mm. Well, I didn't enjoy this, but I enjoyed yeah. her giving the reason and context of like, I don't want you in this, essentially, undertone, I don't want you in this lifestyle because yeah. you, it's, you're in and once you're in, you can't get out and you die in it. Yeah. It's horrific and I don't want that for my daughter, which is fair. Which I, is fair. It's still, it's still too young. There's still she's mm-hmm. still playing this character like yep, too, too young, young. yeah, um, and acting like she's like an eighteen year old instead of potentially a twenty year old. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still all too young, but it is very understandable. Yeah, it's definitely more understandable and a hundred percent more. There was a word I was going to say. There was essentially she is definitely like her mum is making the choice for her for mm-hmm. reasons, and those reasons are very justifiable. Yes. Yes. Now whether a adult woman mm. should follow through on those reasons just because her mum said is is a different story. It's debatable. I feel like maybe if her mum had given her this context at the beginning, yes. we wouldn't – I mean, we also wouldn't have had this episode, but, but we yes. would have more co- 
I feel like Joe would have been able to make a more informed decision on. Yes, yes, because she's like, but I want to see how you guys play out. I want to see for myself rather than yeah. just what my mum has, has told, told me. me. Yes. I feel like, again, yes. it could have we could have flipped it that, yes, we have this reveal, a reveal, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the episode, still right the way of that they've had this disagreement, mm-hmm. this heated argument because she's found out about her dad. Yes. And her mum is, Ellen is like, you know, paying the brush off, always Winchester, once Winchester, always Winchester. Yep. And Ella, uh, and Joe going, no, I want to do this for myself. I yes. need to go out here. And then, you know, the boys walk in, they walk into the argument, she leaves, they follow her. Everything sort of happens yeah. without the awkward sexual fucking weird, I'm sexy and I'm trying to be Mae West and I'm just. I mean, you know, she's not. <laughs> she's not, but, you know, all those sexual undertones. Yes. But the episode plays out where she does grow up and become confident yes. and she does take charge, therefore leading into a sexual relationship or at yes. least a love interest for Dean because. Yes, as equals. Have seen, as equals because he would have seen her grow from, oh, you're not just Joe Ellen's daughter. You are mm-hmm. Joe, independent woman who could probably, t- you know, could take me from the back. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's not what happened. And I yes. think if, even if, even if the whole Ellen came out to Philadelphia after the, you know, after, you know, she's okay and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Joe can go, I can do this. And yep. they're not like John. You need to work on you and flipping it back onto Ellen yes. for her to have the development as well. But that's not what happened. No. Look no. at me just like fixing that episode. And I also, I can't, I mean, I don't know for sure. Um, this is, I think, the last time we see Joe in the context of trying to be a Thank love interest yeah, for Dean. Oh, yeah, I think so. There's one more thing that happens a bit later on, but it very makes it clear that that's not going to happen. Mm. Um, so I think this is the last time that we see it in this context. Yeah, which and is I good. can't tell if this last little bit is the writers being like, "Oh, we fucked up. We need to back ourselves out of this, and we need to write a scene where like Joe doesn't want to see Dean anymore." Yeah, um, <laughs> because yeah, we she does come out, and again, it to age of mm-hmm. how they've written her or yes. the tone they've written her. She, you know, Dean is upset. He's like, oh. they have a full on like. OC fight. Yeah. You know? He's very boyfriend, girlfriend, high school. One one Tree Hill drama fight. Oh, yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yes. Yeah, that kind of teen drama. Again, teen drama of Gossip Girly, like, I never want to, I don't want to see you. Yes. I never want to see you again because your dad killed Killed my my dad. dad. Even though there's no, like, we don't get the full story of exactly what happened. And we also... And we've they've shown through the episode that Dean and Sam are not their like father. their father. They worked really hard to try and protect Jo. Mm-hmm. They involved her at the last minute and made her, a, made her bait because, you know, she had sort of proved herself and, like, tried to... Yeah, she warranted the... Warranted the, the trust. The, and, the, and the responsibility. Yeah. And, again, it also just, again, pops off the... She's still a teenager because, yes. yeah, she can be upset and, yes, yes, it's very upsetting, but you've just gone through a whole bunch of scenarios with them where they didn't leave you for dust. They could have yeah. fucked off and be like, well, she's gone. Wash yeah. my hands, leave. They they fought and they saved her and, like, yeah. they proved that they are not their father. father. And so that makes this whole scene so weird to me. Yeah, definitely, because it's like, oh, again, she's the hot, she's a hot-blooded teenager because she's mm-hmm. not thinking – logically like but mum i know that like she can still be upset and yeah still be, and still ha- and hate john that's fine but she could have gone but mum that's not the boys yeah like, that's I, not what i experienced I, the last few yeah. days 
I've been and and I think again, I think it's because they're like we the need to gone, oh, we need up. to write this out and we need to stop this now because yeah. this is not working. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we fucked up. So we're gonna fin- wrap this all up. We're gonna write this scene to write. And again, it, 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 but it's still at least in this sense by writing it mm-hmm. this way that it fits the narrative of yes, she is not in Dean's wheelhouse. Like she's not even in the she's on the league of the women that Dean would go for. Yeah, exactly. And like you can sort of see why he in this last scene would be a little bit more like, hey, what's up? Because, like, they've gone through this thing together mm. and he's seen what she's potentially capable of mm. and he's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, mm. I see this now. Um, And so he's a little more interested because I don't think in the rest of the episode, like, aside from the pipes thing, um, yeah, which <laughs> – gross but like aside from that like the whole the whole rest of it came across very like older brother Brother, or at least um joe's older brother's best mate exactly like trying to help her to like grow into herself and like be confident all that stuff without you know putting his dick in her yeah exactly and so you i didn't i didn't really get any sexual stuff aside from this last little scene which makes sense yeah because hindsight because he's like oh okay like i can see where you're going to grow into yes it's all right like not in that way of like I'll yeah. just wait. I'll just be waiting. Yeah, Blech. yeah. Not but like, like but in the sense that he can see her grow into an actual woman. Like he yes. can see that oh, there could be something here, and yes. then she shuts it down, and it's like oh, probably good for the good. And then we're like, okay, never mind then. Yeah, <laughs> ignore. Why did this episode exist? <laughs> yeah, it, because sh- this was not the plan at all. Like this whole thing was never the plan. Like in terms of the writers, the writers absolutely planned for her to be his love interest for this entire season i don't know what they plan to do the end of the season obviously i don't think this show ever intended to have long-term yeah love interests that no, they had it's too hard it's too hard and it doesn't make sense with the show but like they definitely planned for her to be a genuine love interest mm. so it's not like this was the plan all along where she mm. was going to find this thing out and then she storms off Puffy again, because I mean, again, I understand why, but it just adds to the yep. regress back to the, the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She's, you know, all that work that had been done where Dean did see her potentially in a different light has all been undone because she mm-hmm. storms away and blames them for your, their dad being born. It's like, hang on. Yeah. So again, with all the work has been put back, like everything's been restored to the back to the same energy at the beginning of the episode. Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. That's the end of the episode. Yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> this one was really fun to talk about, even yeah, if it was, was annoying to talk about. I think we yelled a lot of it in it. I'm going to have to do a lot of sound editing. I'm really sorry, Megan. That's okay. Um, but, but it was a good. It was still a good episode to talk about. It's been hard to not talk about Joe in this yeah. context and like actually dig into it and actually express yeah. our frustration. And there's a reason why. We're not saying because we don't like the actor or the character. No. It's just... You know, expectation versus reality mm-hmm. is very different for this character. Yeah, exactly. And there's a reason that it didn't work even at the time. Like, no. that they immediately were like, oh, oh no, no we... this didn't work at all. Oh. And, like, even Eric Krippy has said he's like, we didn't characterize this person. No, and Great. it's fine. And that's that's fine. Like, you don't have to get it right first time. No. And that's not a problem. You learn. And, I mean, you you on the dime, you didn't, you didn't, pow, you know, you didn't plow through and go, yes. no, this is the commitment we've made. And yes. And through. Um, so as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and mm-hmm. we will talk about it. Uh, you can email us at we will talk about it pod at gmail.com. Leave us a review mm-hmm. on Apple I Apple iPast. Apple iPast? Uh, Apple iPad. I think Megan wants Apple Pie. Apple, no. <laughs> 
no, we we had a really filling dinner before we, we really did. This. I'm I'm and yes. I'm mostly baby at this point. Um, <laughs> yes, <so. laughs> uh, I'm very full myself. I'm like I keep hiccuping. So on Apple Apple Podcasts, <laughs> yes. Please leave us uh, even just a rating. Ratings yes. count more than reviews. So if you don't feel like doing all that tippy typing, you can just leave us a five star review, and yes. that would be amazing. Um, and yeah, tell a friend, tell a work colleague. Uh, Christmas is coming up. I can't. I don't know if this will come out before Christmas or not. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Um, In fourteen days, excellent. Um, but yeah, if you are, if I get this episode out before Christmas, or if I get it out before New Year's, um, you uh, can always tell a family member. Yeah, it, tell. Distract your distract your family from the from the discussions that maybe you don't want to have with, yeah. with your weird uncles. Yeah, or, or um, aunts. and talk about talk about supernatural instead. Yeah. All right. In the meantime, stay safe and steer clear from murder castles. Bye, guys. Bye.